Hey everybody, it's Debt's Now Honest Man Can Pay on NRM Streamcast. sounds familiar there's a good reason why tracy allman took it to number eight in the u.s and number two in the uk back in 1983 we kick off this week's show with the original version performed by the woman who wrote it the late great kirstie mccall kirstie's original version dropped in 1979 however a record distributor's strike at the time stood in the way of that song becoming the hit it should have been delaying the song's success until 1983 when Tracy Ullman charted with her cover. Subsequently, Lydia Lovelace also covered it on her album Somewhere Else. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. And right about now, you're going Greenberg. 
I digs me some Kirstie McCall just as much as the next person, but what the hell else is going on on this week's show? That's a great question. I would love to tell you. Well, for starters, it's December 2023, part three, the very first time we're doing this. This is your holiday bonus, and your holiday bonus this year is wall-to-wall Kirstie McCall. Why? For starters, the late, great Kirstie McCall was a world-class badass of a singer-songwriter and performer in every sense of the word. Back in October, See That Girl 1979 through 2000, an eight-disc box set boasting 161 tracks of Kirstie McCall's music dropped. In early November, the New York Times published a piece titled Kirstie McCall's voice was singular, a new box aims to bring it wider. At this point, I figured we were way overdue to present our appreciation of the late, great Kirstie McCall. Our Kirstie McCall segment was originally scheduled to appear in November. However, my notes for that segment clocked in at two pages long, at which point I called an audible and what we have today is your holiday bonus, our long overdue appreciation of the music, the life, the legacy of Kirstie McCall. So who was Kirstie McCall? She was born in 1959 in South London, the youngest child of dancer-choreographer Jean Newlove and folk musician Ewan McCall. She dropped five full-length albums over the course of her 20-year career. Her life was cut tragically short in a boating accident in 2000. She was 41 years old. In 1983, as Allman's version of They Don't Know was peaking on the charts, Kirstie McCall sang background on Simple Minds album Sparkle in the Rain. The album's producer, Steve Lillywhite, fell in love with her and proposed three weeks later. Lillywhite said in the New York Times piece, I thought she was the most wonderful and opinionated person I'd ever met. She gave birth to two sons, but not before scoring her biggest hit in 1984 with her cover of Billy Bragg's A New England. It reached number seven in the UK. On a personal note, A New England is my all-time favorite Billy Bragg song. And when I first heard Kirstie's version, I just naturally assumed she had written it. I was about a month ago years old when I realized Kirstie was covering Billy. As much as I love Billy's version of A New England, I love Kirstie's version just as much, if not more. It just hits different and it packs an extra added feminist punch. Going back to that same New York Times piece, here's what Billy Bragg had to say about Kirstie McCall's cover. It revealed to people what you could do with those very spare songs of mine, that they were capable of being made into great big pop numbers. She was never going to be standing in the background being ornamental. She shined through.
supplies and some checking out the bugs. So you give them your nickels, your pennies and dimes, but you can't give them up in these mercenary times. Oh no. And you feel real guilty about the coat on your back and the sandwich you had.
sits a reckless man His grip on life is a bent tin can It's a holy shrine where he burns his life It makes things easy and removes his plight For an hour or two but he can't escape They're all penned in with government tape There are good Samaritans who bring the suit The Sally army with the Bibles and boots You can see yourself but it's not too far One short trip you don't know where they are Till the night comes then it all comes back Like the smell of patchouli and the armies of rats This is shame to the human, it's a human shame It seems we've forgotten we're one of the same One of the same One and the same No, it's not too far No, it's not too far Such a little hit love, and he 
Stay right here. No me gusta caminar. 
fistful of tracks in that last set from the late, great Kirstie McCall. At the top of the set, A New England, her cover of the Billy Bragg classic. We took that one from the Stiff Years as well as They Don't Know, which kicked off this week's show. Followed that up with There's a Guy Works Down the Chip Shop, Swears He's Elvis from Kirstie's 1981 album, Desperate Character. From there, we fast-forwarded a decade for Walking Down Madison from 1991's Electric Landlady. That was all over alt-rock radio during the summer of 1991, or as I remember it, the summer of the X, as I spent most of my waking hours listening to 89X out of Windsor, Ontario, Canada. From 1993's Titanic Days, we heard Can't Stop Killing You, and we wrapped things up with one of my all-time favorite Kirstie McCall jams, In These Shoes, from 1999's Tropical Brainstorm. Hey everybody, it's Debt's No Honest Man Can Pay. My name is Greenberg. Thank you so much for joining us. We're here as close to weekly as we can get right here on NRM Streamcast. It is December Part 3, your holiday bonus our long overdue appreciation of the late, great Kirstie McCall in honor of the release of the eight-disc box set, See That Girl, 1979 through 2000. Much has been said of the brilliance of Kirstie McCall's songwriting, but she was also a rock-solid vocalist. In fact, during the 80s, while she focused on her family and put her own career on hold, she continued to sing background on records by the likes of the Rolling Stones, Talking Heads, Robert Plant, and the Smiths. Steve Lillywhite said in that same New York Times piece that we just can't stop quoting from, she used to think in harmony. Bono once referred to her as, and I quote, the Noel Coward of her generation. And speaking of you two, did you know... Kirstie McCall is responsible for the track sequencing of U2's The Joshua Tree. Steve Lillywhite, who helped mix the record, said, Everyone was so fried by the end of it, we didn't know what to do. McCall quickly knocked out a running order that everyone loved. Later, when asked how she came up with the sequence, she shrugged, Well, I put the song I liked best first, and the second best second, and so on. We're going to wrap up your holiday bonus with a selection that's not a Kirstie McCall song, but it's got her fingerprints all over it. Back in 1987, Steve Lillywhite produced what would become the Pogues album, If I Should Fall From Grace With God. One of the songs recorded for the album was a duet about a bickering couple on Christmas Eve. On the demo, it was sung by Pogues frontman Shane McGowan and bassist Kata Reardon, who had already left the band. What the song needed was a powerful female voice. Lily White took the song home and convinced Kirstie to sing on it, just to hear how it would sound. Pogue's founding member Spider Stacy said in the same New York Times article, As soon as we heard Kirstie singing, we knew she was the answer. The song, A Fairy Tale of New York, was a hit in the UK that winter and was well on its way to becoming an enduring classic, and saw McCall return to live performing, guesting with the Pogues throughout Europe. Spider Stacy went on to say, The reception she'd get every night was unbelievable. On a personal note, a Fairy Tale of New York is one of my all-time favorite holiday songs. It's beautiful, it's heartbreaking, it's rough around the edges, it's raw, and it's real. And while the fictional 
bickering couple portrayed by McGowan and McCall in this song throw some nasty insults at each other that nobody should ever throw at each other in real life. I hear A Fairy Tale of New York as a short story set to music, and these nasty insults are merely part of the dialogue delivered by two very rough-around-the-edges characters. Regardless, I love A Fairy Tale of New York, and it always kind of gives me the feels, but this year, it's going to be damn near impossible to hear it without welling up, as Pogue's frontman Shane McGowan left us way too early at the age of 65 on November 30th. It's hard to believe that it's been 22 years since we lost Kirsty. It's hard to believe that we're living in a world without Shane McGowan. And it's hard to believe that the two people singing this next song are now, hopefully, singing this song together again from wherever they are. Rest in power, Kirsty McCall. Rest in power, Shane McGowan. We wrap up this week's show and your holiday bonus with The Pogues featuring Kirsty McCall and A Fairy Tale of New York. And with that, Everybody have a great week, take care, be safe, have a happy and safe holiday, and remember, the dogs on Main Street howl, cause they understand. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed about you God Years for making you so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. You promised me Broadway was waiting for me You were handsome You were pretty queen of New York City When, when the band finished playing They held out for more Sinatra was swinging All the drums they were singing We kissed on the corner Then danced through the night The boys of the NYPD choir Were singing Go away, babe And the bells were ringing out For Christmas Day Bells are ringing out 
in someone Well, so could anyone You took my dreams from me When I first found you I kept them with me, babe I put them with my own Can't make it all alone I built my dreams around you And the bells are ringing out for Christmas Day.